When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Hello and welcome back to the You Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? What's going on? I'm great. Things are good. It's um, it's the Sunday before Memorial Day weekend. Summer is about to begin. How do you feel? Uh, I feel okay. I, I feel like uh, we're onward and upward. We, you know, I don't, are you doing anything for Memorial, Memorial Day weekend? Like it snuck up. Are you doing anything for this? Um, I have a I have a couple friends who have um recently bought houses on Long Island. So one of them is that. having like a little housewarming party. Um, so yeah, things. Oh, we got a car. So you got a car. That's been exciting. Yeah. What that in New York City opens up your world in a way that you're like, it's like a breath of fresh air. On the one hand, yes, I'm excited to have it for the summer. But having mm. a car especially in the city is so expensive it like doesn't really make any sense at all like, <laughs> the, the monthlies add up it really right, gets a we, little wild we just got it and we were kind of like oh wow we have to like use this car a lot because like, it's like the part i mean the parking for a car in Man- in like new york city manhattan especially but anywhere in new york is like mm. the price of like someone's full month's rent yeah anywhere else <laughs> in the world it can get wild <laughs> i mean I- my brother and I had a car in the city and we used to park it on the street when we lived together. And it was easy because like my day is like I could wake up and like sit in the car and do shit. Um, but then there was a point where we're like, this is too much. And we split a spot, but it was splitting yeah. it and it made it easier. You know, like, yeah, it's a young found- person's thing parking on the street. I'm like too oh, yeah. old. To and and then that. you'd see like doormen for building like we're obviously getting paid off. And you're like and I remember looking at one guy like to like move like their tenants cars and i would like remember looking at one guy going is that your car and he'd go what i'd be like is that your car and he'd go <laughs> like i was like looking to pay him like i wanted to like hire him and he was like i don't know what you're talking about i was like okay okay there's a game here that i have no idea that's going on like i had like there's some sort of like rig there, thing yeah absolutely um, well, anyway, if you need a, if you need a ride anywhere, I'm trying to Thank get you. my money's worth. So I'll just come pick you up. <laughs> I, I would love that. Um, I'm, I, anything going on at Betches that we should be discussing? Um, you know, we've got Betches Moms. We've got our new Red Flag or Deal Breaker game, which is not that new anymore. But you guys should mm. get it for all your summer share houses, summer plans. It's just a great, fun group game. I think I saw on the Instagram someone put up they were playing like with friends over Zoom. Um, I think it's great. What about you? What, what do you have coming up? Here are my dates uh, as they stand today. Uh, Bridgeport, Connecticut, Atlantic City. Um, I'm going to be at 
Comics at Mohegan Sun, uh, Magoobies in Timonium, Maryland. Good old Magoobies and uh, Dallas, Texas. But there's going to be way more dates added. Um, one of those being Chicago. I'm doing a full week in Chicago. So this summer, oh wow, uh, every night is going to be a different theme. So give me an example of a theme. Fa- Monday family, Tuesday um, dating and relationships. Wednesday food and body issues. Thursday uh, will be a um crowd work only like we're gonna do it that like where i would just talk to the crowd and do improv with the whole crowd oh i love that and and then friday and saturday will be like best of there'll be like the the heavy hitter sets that's great so if you're in chicago get tickets for multiple nights yeah like it's gonna be different stuff every night and i know chicago big you up fans we're huge fans of chicago i want to go back huge I mean, we have to go back. It is. Uh, I love Chicago. So I'm going to be there for a full week hanging out. Um, but uh, otherwise, you know, hopefully some more cities added to that to keep doing some live shows. What are we talking about today? Today we're talking about a drunk text. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> always, always fun. Love a drunk text. Yeah. Um, I'll, let's just get right into the email. And let's then do it. We're, we're going to we're going to interpret some text messages. My favorite thing to do. Love um, it. Hi, Jared and Jordana, the unsung heroes of everyone's dry quarantine. <laughs> Love it. I'll jump right into it. I'm a 26-year-old female living in Boston, and I've had a pattern in the past when it comes to drinking. I've always liked to get after it. In my late teens <laughs> and early 20s. <laughs> I, like I just love the, <laughs> the, oh, the very Boston of her. Yeah. Uh, oh, you getting after it? Look at Sully's getting after it. It's like very. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, I guess you're from there, I'm, so you're... I'm from the area. Oh, Murph! Oh, he gets after it. <laughs> the, the extent of my Boston knowledge is from like um, what's it called? Like, The Departed. Yeah, I mean it's it's <laughs> like that, but not. I mean, before or after? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It gets after it. You sound like you're drunk, so you're kind of like this girl, I guess. Yeah, everyone (laughs) sounds drunk. I just like that she's like a 26-year-old female living in Boston, and I've had a pattern in the past when it comes to drinking, and like you'd expect the next sentence to be like, I'm trying to get take care of it. Um, I'm seeing someone. She's like, I've always liked to get after it. (laughs) Good for you. Perfect. Yeah. In my late teens and early 20s, it was easy to embrace the reckless, fun, drunk identity. When I started dating after college, I would often drink too much on hinge dates, make a joke that was way too mean, sleep with someone that I regretted the next morning, or with guys I really liked, come on too strong in my drunk texts. I think it's self-sabotage, but who knows? Maybe I'm just insecure. I used to laugh it off, but now I just get pissed at myself. The way I drank definitely wasn't normal, even if it usually resulted in a good story, and I don't blame the guys who have run for their fucking lives because of it. Not to glorify COVID, but quarantine actually restructured my life for the better. I stopped drinking for a while, got a new job, got into the routine of healthier eating and exercise habits, stopped dating for a year, and started to feel comfortable in my own skin. Good for you. Good for her. I I was actually like, as she's writing this, I'm like, it was interesting to me that she's like, I I write all these texts and I would chase guys away. It's like, yeah, the we maybe the alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea what's wrong. Yeah, yeah. What could be going? And it's like, listen, I'm happy she's gotten a as she puts it, a restructuring 
has gone on. Totally. Yeah. Great for her. This month, I finally felt ready to get back out there. I eased back into drinking in a more managed and intentional way and started talking on Hinge to this guy I liked. We'd been messaging for about two weeks. Then drinks with coworkers happened on Tuesday. Dun, dun, dun. I, <laughs> I work with a bunch of finance douches, so I went nuts. <laughs> Let's put it on them. Those douches. <laughs> woke up in an all too familiar post blackout haze terrified to look at my phone but i knew i had asked hinge guy to come over on the app then at some point you must have switched to texting we haven't even been on a date yet in the past when this happened i tried so hard to redeem myself that it almost came off as frantic i'm trying not to do that this time so i apologized the next day tried to continue the convo as normal and attempted to reschedule a date before i went home to my parents for the week but i could sense that something felt different Text attached. You didn't seem too enthusiastic about going out after that. I can't tell. Maybe I'm paranoid. I'm just trying to make amends in a healthier, more mature way this time because the last girl at the bar is really not who I am anymore. From a guy's perspective, did I completely blow it? Do I have an honest conversation about the drinking aspect? Tell him it's something I'm working on or just ask him out again and wait for the combo to happen organically? Or should I wait for him to act? To ask, should I not have mentioned I'm entering a Cinco de Mayo taco eating contest in the text? Better yet, do I follow up if I win? Getting mixed reviews from my friends, it's rough out there. Thank you for everything. I appreciate it more than you know. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's just too many Mai Tais. Okay. So before we get to the text, can we just talk about something that needs to be addressed? I know she didn't come here for like this type of advice, but like alcoholism is a disease and... And it's a real addiction and many people have it and that's okay, but there you have to take care of it. Like, I don't mean to go like Johnny serious, but Mm -hmm. like we joked around in the beginning and then she's like, no, I've restructured my life. And then the minute she wrote, I ease back into drinking, like drinking isn't for everyone. And I think maybe like before we get into the email, before we get into the screenshots, it's worth maybe talking to someone about. I think like also like when you say um, I'm getting mixed reviews from my friends, that could be because they're uncomfortable telling you that you might have a problem. And mm-hmm. so I, I'm just doing this because like I, I like it sounds like I, the hardest thing in the world is to go. I got a problem. That's the hardest thing in the world. And, and it feels like she's dancing around it to say, like, how do I bring back this like situation? I don't want to be the last girl at the bar. Like I got better with alcohol. Then I tried again. And now I'm in the same position I was in. And it's like. You know, the hardest part about like all this relationship stuff is like we're all getting nervous and trying to date. And then, you you know, that doesn't help if you're not really able to like, you know, deal with alcohol in the way you want to. You know, like it's a slippery slope. Right. No, I totally agree. I mean, I I find it hard to tell from the email whether it's like I don't know or not. She definitely makes it seem like it's not something that she knows how to do in moderation or has trouble with like in terms of you know, either going like maybe all in or nothing, but I, yeah, I don't, I don't know that we're qualified to do that, but maybe she should, I think that's, that would be a good, I think that would be a good thing to do regardless of whether or not she has an alcohol problem, (laughs) just to talk to someone about like her relationship with alcohol. I know I've talked to my therapist personally Mm -hmm. about like the way I approach drinking, especially like, I think especially when you come out of college and you're used to drinking a certain kind of way, which is just like excessively. Mm -hmm. And you kind of think that like, there's no point where someone's like, all right, it's time to change your drinking patterns. Like you kind of have to internalize that and like do it at your own pace of like, how is this affecting me in the real world? How does this affect like college is such a bubble? And I think when you come out of it, 
like figuring out like how to drink so it maximizes your time but doesn't actually affect your relationships or your quality of life like you know what i mean like so you can have if you can have fun with Abs- it but not Listen, do things that you regret or, or make you feel embarrassed i can't just have one slice of pizza i have come to terms with that i can't i'm a binger i have an issue with it i have to be aware of it that can be the same for someone with alcohol and again what you said is perfect and also we're not the people to tell her this or not but some there's a professional out there for her that she should be talking to or family and friends but she's asking how do we redeem these texts and right. we can take a look at that you guys know i'm a huge fan of skims and with warmer weather coming up i recently tried out one of their t-shirts skims makes the best basics and foundations so it's no surprise that it's the best fitting tee i've ever worn finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge whether it's the fit or the quality but with skims they make the most flattering shirts for everyone honestly i love pretty much everything skims makes but i really love their t-shirts they're like form fitting and they make my body just look that much smoother i have the soft smoothing seamless t-shirt in onyx it has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows are you ready to shop rakuten's big give week is back get 15 percent cash back at hundreds of stores including headliners ulta fenty beauty levi's adidas and so much more seriously the list seems endless Rakuten is how the in the know shoppers get the best savings they shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals during big give week may 6th to may 13th the cash back rates are even bigger personally i'll be shopping for beauty and apparel you can save on everything you need for summer like clothing outdoor gear and travel you know i love to find the best deals while i'm shopping and trust me Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N, shoppers get it. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail, a classic. 
The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. All right. So she said they spoke somehow, I guess they got off the app and now they're on to text. It's now 10.09 p.m. So yeah. I'll be her. Hi, it's blank. Her name. Is this OK? Haha. Yes. Hello. It's blank. What's up? You do anything tonight? I did. Apparently we went out for team drinks, but all the people I, I work for are stockbrokers. So they drink so much. Tough to keep up. Sorry about that. Just to clarify this. So her text that I just read was sent the next morning at 834 a.m. Mm. That was the extent of the drunk text. It sounds like. Oh, it was just hi. It's it's blank. Is this OK? Yeah. And then what he, whatever he says, and then I guess you just didn't answer. Okay. Because right that, to me the next, is a the next timestamp is eight thirty four a.m. Yeah, that to me is like the least problematic drunk text I've ever seen in my entire life. Right? I wouldn't have even <laughs> known that someone was drunk who texted that. That's why when I was reading this, I was like, "What?" But um, also, she's not showing us what was said. She said, and again, this goes back to like admitting to maybe there's an issue here. 
She doesn't show us what was said on the app that got them to here. Right. I mean, I assume she has a record of that. <laughs> I would assume as well. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like, everything matters. You know, like, yeah. we live in this world where, like, and we say this about these texts that we get sent. Like, people think they're writing in for one thing, and we look at it, and we go, we see it right here. Like, right. we're missing something. Okay. So um, she says, then she continues, I'm taking the bus back to Maine tonight. Unfortunately, vaccine, LOL. But if you're around and want to grab drinks beforehand, I'm down. No worries if not. That's funny. I also got way drunker than expected last Tuesday with my coworkers. Sneaks up on you. No worries at all, though probably the last thing I expected on a Tuesday night, LOL. You got you going to Maine for the weekend? Uh, I know. Weekday drinks are getting rarer and rarer. You're right. It really does sneak up on you. I've been drinking. I haven't been drinking all that much during quarantine. So my body was like, please stop. Did you guys have fun at least when you went out? And yeah, for the weekend, sadly, uh, we can wait until next weekend. I know the weekdays are tough. No worries. Yeah. Next week is better. Anyways, we did. It was like old times. A lot of office gossip. Give me the dirt. You know who got fired talking shit about the new people. Ha ha. Usual stuff. I love it. We had a guy that got that got caught committing tax evasion. I guess he responded to an email saying, blow me. So that's going to sustain me for another year. OK, cool. I'll text you next week. Wow. Legend. We once had a kid blatantly selling weed out of his car to other coworkers during the day. LOL. Things are wild in Boston. <laughs> I know. This is crazy. She didn't say that. I said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got to do what you got to do. What's your favorite born movie? this is like three hours later yeah just out of the blue he's like let me feel her out for some born tips yeah gotta go with the first one marie dies in supremacy and matt damon was pushing 40 when they filmed ultimatum so the whole time i was just like please don't break all your bones what about you she really had that answer ready to go wow unless she googled like went to born wiki or something that was crazy (laughs) seriously (laughs) He writes, gotta be ultimatum, but the first one is a close second. You get the Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne scene. Uh, or you get the Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne scene. I'm watching it right now, actually. Haha, uh-huh, yeah, it gets me every time. Um, I just saw it's on. Did you ever see the Jeremy Renner sp- spinoff? Nah, I never did. It didn't feel right. Did you? You made the right choice. That bad, really? Okay, and then she sends the screenshot of the Cinco de Mayo taco eating contest. Um, I don't think I need to read the whole caption. And then he, <laughs> he writes, incredible. Need to see this go down. Oh, I entered. I wish I knew how much the gift card was worth. I feel like they won't be insanely, insanely pricey, right? Or they won't be insanely spicy, right? I don't know. I feel like. I feel like four isn't that many to eat, so they might make them really spicy. The first time I read it, though, it was four tacos and four shots. Yeah, but my logic was they'd specified that in the title, like, habanero tacos or literal ghost pepper pepper tacos. Whatever. I'll find out soon, LOL. And good God, that would be awful. Everyone would puke. True. Death taco eating contest is a little vague, but it does send a strong message. Okay, so that's the end of the text. It's interesting to me that she's like, she keeps relaying everything back to this drunk text, which was like such a small part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and she didn't, I mean, again, we haven't seen the app message, but she definitely doesn't, she didn't say anything that crazy to me. 
Mm-mm. and doesn't even sound particularly drunk. Mm-hmm. So I do think she might be like overanalyzing that. Yeah, I I think this is like I I I think this is to me like when you black out, you get drunk and black out. They have the thing called the the Sunday scaries. I've always called them the Sunday weirds. And they're like the anxious thoughts in your head. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I think it's that's also like coupled with like an alcohol withdrawal, which makes you like a little bit depressed in general. Depressed, on <laughs> yeah. edge, and anxious. And I think a lot of times when you're like, when you black out, you wake up and you think you said every thought that was in your mind that you never really said. And so it's like mm-hmm. you feel a little bit naked. You feel a little bit like, and you're just not sure of what you said or did. And Gen- generally people kind of don't say much like generally if someone's really drunk and that or that blacked out they go home or they eat pizza and they pass out and right. it's no and harm no one's no even foul. thinking about them right. no one's thinking about them it's all in their head and i would say to her she's in her head a little bit but again she excluded the messages that were on the dating app so we don't know what was said there and that to me is her kind of dancing around and dancing around the issue that she has with herself And to me, that means talking to a professional, maybe figuring out um, your relationship with alcohol first and then dating. Because right now, he's being very agreeable. I don't see any weirdness. He's just talking about taco, you know, the taco death match and, you know, and all that stuff. And it seems fun and innocent. And even her, just like you said, her drunk texts aren't even bad. It's just whatever. He seems to brush it, brush it off completely. Total. And he said, I, I was drunk, too. Like, he's being cool about it. Like, right. So so I, I think, like, a lot of this comes down to they've never met before. Right. Right. I think she is like. Right. I think this to me screams of some like, conf- like confidence type, like self-esteem issue stuff, which I agree, like, is probably best worked out in therapy because she's kind of like creating this this rejection in her head when it hasn't even really happened. Um, And again, I get everything you said. It's totally correct about how, like when you black out, that's really the worst part of it is not usually what you did. It's usually just like the unknown, which I I, is like, right. You're kind of like, does everyone hate me? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Which is, which is how I feel after I drink like all the time. So, or I I would, if I, if what, if in those situations where I blacked out, always very pinpointed that feeling exactly. Um, But for her, I think she's like a little bit overanalyzing the situation. She's kind of like, is he, and I think, when you do that, sometimes you also like paint a picture that doesn't exist. So she's like, is he backing away? Is he trying mm-hmm. to like, he seems less enthusiastic about hanging out. I'm not reading that, especially since this is, their, this is the entirety of their texts off the app. Granted, mm-hmm. he hasn't asked her to do anything, but she hasn't asked him either. Well, that goes into she's afraid of getting turned down for her relationship with alcohol. Like she's afraid of messing up another one. As she said, I don't want. So her like it's kind of taken away her ability to go to like say, oh, he's just a douche. Like it's always on her because she drank. She's the one that like fucked this up, which is not true. I'm just saying like Mm -hmm. I understand her perspective her perspective is very relatable 
I got a little drunk and now I'm kind of dancing around to make sure that I didn't get too drunk to like turn this person off. So I'm just trying to keep them around and hopefully they'll ask me on a date so I can prove myself the next time. And usually when you try to prove yourself, you probably even get even more drunk and you fuck it up again because you're now in this like when every date should Cycle, be on like an yeah. even. Yeah, you should be on an even playing ground on a first date. And so to me... And also the relatable part of this is like going into pandemic. A lot of us have made lifestyle changes and a lot of them were good ones. Like a lot of people like, listen, I'll speak for myself. I was drinking in a healthier way during during pandemic times before things are opening up. I was working out every day. I, you know, I was having uh, not eating at night as much as I was. And it was like really a positive thing. Then I got back to the city or, you know, I was doing shows and I got late night Domino's pizza Um and now, like, the Domino's fucking app keeps emailing me being like, hey, you, now that you're back, like, let's hang out. Like, I'm like, just get the fuck away, <laughs> Domino's app. So, like, I know and I'm sitting here going, oh, God, am I going to go back to the things that didn't make me feel good pre-pandemic that I got rid of during the pandemic? So I understand where she's coming from completely. So I think it also has to come down to, like, maybe the pandemic wasn't your only solution. Maybe it was, like, the that bars were closed and you couldn't, you know, have access to the amount of alcohol that you would in the past. That needs, that involves a professional that involves like speaking to someone that isn't us. That's someone that can help you through it. But then it's also being unafraid to be like, Hey man, um, we should do drinks or we should, no, not drinks, but like, Or we should get get plastered. (laughs) Let's get after it. Uh, She likes to put it. That was great. Really brought that full circle. (laughs) Sure. But I I think she's got to be okay, like, understanding, like, she hasn't lost anything. They've never even been on a first date. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I'm saying he doesn't know her well enough to like her or not like her. And nothing she said in this conversation would be something that I can imagine would be, like, super turn off, like, would turn off anyone. Mm-mm. Really, I, I, I'm with you. And again, we have to. And I'm I'm saying this more for the emailer than anyone else. You left out the dating app combo. Your friends are bad. Don't know how to answer you. These are all kind of things that happen with someone who's avoiding the truth. Right. And yeah, I think again, like even if you don't have. Quote, I don't know. I don't know what defines an alcohol problem or an alcohol. I have no idea. abuse issue either. But like, and I don't consider myself like an alcoholic or someone who has a problem. But I did, I think, have an unhealth, a less healthy relationship with alcohol before going through it in therapy. Like in the beginning of my relationship, I would sometimes black out, start fights, and like wake up not the best version of myself. Um, so I do think it's just it's good in any kind of therapy to just reevaluate, like evaluate, think about why you do the things you do, think about like what like why like what context makes you want to drink more what makes you want to drink less just under understanding yourself more so i think either way probably be good to work through um with a therapist totally and uh send him a text right now hey let's get coffee are you down yeah stop being afraid of losing this guy for some other reason that isn't even a reason for sure. And if he said something about wanting to get drinks, you could say, like, I'm trying, I'm just trying, I'm trying to drink a little less now, if you are. Yeah. And say that. We did it That's again, it. Jordana. Look at us. Always. Uh, we even encourage someone to go get drinks after telling them to see a professional. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
we're, we have we're not fun. gonna be yeah we're not gonna be running a rehab center anytime soon ain't in our future but we are going to be running a yeah. great podcast which you should share 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 tell a friend uh every sunday we do our special episode we get through screenshots we have special guests so um you know keep sending in your emails uup at betches.com and uh we'll be back on wednesday right we'll see you then bye you up is produced by sean kilby and jorge morales pico editing by sean kilby social media by maddie paul guest booking by nicole pellegrino be sure to follow at you up pod on instagram and twitter and send us your emails to you up at betches.com Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.